firm and young with a laid back tongue. The aim is to succeed and achieve at 21, just like Ringling Brothers, our days in a sound. Captivate the mass because the pros is profound. And away we go. We are here. Uh, it is Swatches and Boomboxes. I don't know. what. A, do you know what episode this it's is? It's episode 21. All right, it's episode 21. All right, our show can drink now, should it decide to do that. Um, I'm, having a, <laughs> I'm having a little bit myself. Uh, but, and if you're wondering who that is, uh, I am Jim Search, and you can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. You can go on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Jim Search, all the same. Um, and let's say you wanted to find this show. Uh, you could go and find us at Swatches and Boom Boxes uh, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find us at Swatches and Boom on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Tayrell713. Big fan of the show. Really <laughs> like to shout him out. <laughs> yeah, man. He always likes to check us on our he shit. Does. Because sometimes we fuck up. Yeah, we don't. We can't know everything about him. But we just got a lot of love for the game. Uh, <laughs> we do, man. We love hip hop a lot, and we talk about it. And we just talk about the cool albums we listen to, the cool people we like. Um, so that I am one half of this outfit, and I couldn't certainly do this without my right hand man, who is I am Neil Charles. I'm the other half of this podcast and this production. And you can find me at neilcharles.com. You can find me on Instagram at Certified Hilarious, and you can find me on Twitter. At Neil Charles FTW for the win. That's right, because we stay winning, stay grinning. That's what we do here on Swatches and Boomboxes. (laughs) And I like that. Thank you, thank you. I just came up with that. I feel like I'm sure somebody said it before. No idea is original, but that voice that you just heard is our guest for this evening, or whenever you're listening to this. very funny lady gave me my first break on in, you know in stand up. Yeah, you nice. deserved it, man. Oh Whoa. shit, man! I appreciate it. Yeah, funny, uh, legendary. It's true. Legendary. So no, I met him at the in the basement of a Turkish restaurant at a mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked nervous as shit, and it was re- he was really cute though. But he had this really good bit about going to Thanksgiving at his family's house, and how they were just emotional timelines like bombs everywhere and i thought that was so funny <laughs> he was talking about like oh my sister's like this and this and that and like the whole family depression everyone's like popping pills and it was crazy and i was like this guy's funny mm. celeste joseph jennings yes. yes thank you thank you for coming in we thank appreciate you. it and we and it, brooklyn loves you <laughs> i doubt it so, well you know i i love you and that's all that matters but again yes First person ever booked me on a comedy show, which was at the Shrine. At the Shrine, yeah. It was, you know, what it was, it was, it, it was like light skin Messiah night. It just happened. Mm-hmm. I booked every guy there. Whoa. It was like a paper bag that was. <laughs> Eric Andre was on that show. Yes, he was. Josh Homer was on that show. Uh-huh. You were on that show. Mm-hmm. It was somebody else. Amy Carlson was Amy there. Amy Carlson, yeah, yeah. And there was another. Was uh, it Hillary Schwartz? Maybe. Uh, I don't remember. I was on the reincarnation of that show. You were on that show, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you were the one in Harlem. You were at the Shrine in Harlem. I definitely booked you. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I had a lot of great people walk through. Yamanika was on that show. Yeah. I did. A lot of lot of legends. A lot of people <laughs> doing doing stuff. <laughs> like swatches and boomboxes. Like swatches Indeed. and boomboxes. Yeah. That's right. And uh, our album uh, that we're going to be talking about yeah. tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, uh, just recently celebrated 20 years, yes, right? It 20 years old. Is it 20 no, or 25? 20, 25. Yeah. No, you're right. I fucked yeah. up. Yeah, 25 
five years. Because this yeah, came out in 91. Yeah, Jesus. September 24th, 1991. Yes, that's my father's birthday, so I'll never forget that. So, shout out to Papa. Papa Joseph, yeah. Papa Joseph, major shout out. Uh, so, with no further ado, the album we are going to be talking about is the Low End Theory by none other than A Tribe Called Quest. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this was an album for me that I mean I was what 10 I think when this came out come on don't say that I had the look you can't say that I'm not even going to tell you how old I was put it this way I was not in high school <laughs> I was so you were in middle school got it this uh, makes sense god we, you were 10 I was 10 years old when this came out holy shit mm-hmm. so right. I like literally I, I was just listening to so I was 10 um I don't even know if I was listening to rap, to be honest with you, at the time. Because I was, was nothing. I mean, I don't know what you would be. I ten would probably like Michael Jackson and New Edition, right? For you. Um. Well, no, it was more rock. I was more into rock oh, and that's roll. Right. You're, yeah, you're from. I'm upstate. from upstate New York. There was rap came on the scene for me. Uh, I think I was probably like twelve. So it was like two years. So yeah, Ooh, yeah. Okay. I broke up in, with rap at around 93. That 93. Was I, I was like, yeah, we're done. We're done. So when you stepped out, I walked you in. You in. I was stepping in the crappiest, like, ugh. Mm. I was in the golden era of hip-hop. See, I mean, I... Ask anybody. What do you think, Charles? Do you think... It, I was I was 12 when this came out. This was... You know, yeah, I, I feel like this was the golden era. This was era. the golden era. This was the golden era. Hands down. This oh. album, like, this is what did it for me. Yeah. Like, this is This is when I came in and i was like this is so dope i felt like this album was life-changing yeah it's i mean look <laughs> i mean we'll we'll get into it but this yeah. guy this was five mics from the source as it should be and this was i mean 91 yeah. so this yep. is when <laughs> five mics mattered yeah and the source mattered yep. and the source mattered yeah. so like this was certainly uh nothing to shake a stick at that that at that point um but what was I going to say? Oh, so, yeah, I mean, where I was, you know, I wasn't necessarily in rap at the time, but going back, as I got into rap, certainly a tri Tribe Called Quest came out on the scene. De La Soul yep. came out on the scene for me. Um, Jungle and, Brothers. Yeah. Native Tongues. Yeah. Yeah, that was, um, they became, I mean, that, I mean, I was more, I will, I'll be honest, I was more of a Wu-Tang Mm -hmm. Kid? I can understand that. I like Wu Tang too, but I, yeah. yeah. But certainly, there's a place. There's a place yeah. in my hip hop heart for Tribe Called Quest. Um, they're in the pantheon of hip hop greats. I mean, they're oh, like the totally. elder statesmen. Totally. If you were like for some African village, it would be you know these guys so. <laughs> sitting at the. Yes. And I actually really liked them way before they became hip hop that white people think black people listen to. Yeah. And that's ah. that's them. You think that you, is them. You think white people saw them like the Ziggy Marley of hip hop? Mm, yeah. Ziggy Marley yeah. is like white people yeah. reggae. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's accurate. Yeah. That's spot on. Yeah. Spot on, Celeste. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of um white white people who have the low end theory T shirt and right. they wear it at colleges yeah. and you know, just like, do you know who Tip is? No, I think you're saying that wrong. I think right, it's right, just right. Q-Tip, right? Yeah. Or Fief Dog? I think uh, I'm saying that. Uh, nope. Still uh, Fife Dog, right? Uh, That's the thing. You're not on point, dude. <sighs> once, once again, Celeste. Uh, so, 
She got it. Uh, so, all right. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, oh, so you, the white kids. No, no, no. I know oh, that. Okay, you said you're on point oh, once again. So, okay, last okay, okay, that okay. was the okay. attempt at witticism. <laughs> if you got that, please. <laughs> Thank you out there, whoever uh, picked that up. Um, so, Celeste, we got to add, well, you know, you, this was, where did you get this album? Okay, I, I got it at a place uh, in my town that's no longer there. I grew up in a very lily white town in Westchester. Okay. Marchmont. But my Maronite had this place called Mostly Music, and it was a record store. Oh, wow. A real live record store. <laughs> real live yes. record store. And they, and, and, uh, it was just it wasn't very organized but like you you know that had you had the little like i don't know if they were like shelves but they were shelves like on the, its back so you would look flip through the right mm. yeah i know what you today's kids will never know never that never know never so, they'll yeah. never know what a single is yep. but my first introduction to tribe was not with this album it was the one before people's paths. instinct to travels yes. and paths of rhythm and yep. this is and i was sitting in my house and i was watching video music box i know i'm dating myself with Ralph. Ralph McDaniels. Yep. Yep. And I lost my wallet to El Segundo. Yep. Yep. Mm. And I was like, who are these too. black people? These are my spirit black people. Like, I'm in this white suburbia. These fuck, like, where are they? Where can I find them? Yep. <laughs> it was it was the smartest, cleverest, funkiest thing that I'd yep. ever seen in yep. my life. Yep. And I and that album was great too. That album yeah. was definitely. Benita Applebaum. Benita, yeah. Gotta put you I on. Mean, yep. Like everything about it was magical and mystical, mm-hmm. and then this album came out. Yep. And I think one of the doors that for a lot of uh, black people uh, opened was that it wasn't just at the time it wasn't just N.W.A. straight out of Compton. Like there was, a di- I mean, there black people aren't a monolith. That there's a different right. there's a different type of black existence right. that isn't you know slinging dope and right. Shooting people. Well, two years before that, though, before Pass was uh, Public Enemies. Sure. Mm-hmm. And um, and that album also was kind of radical and, and also changed me. It was it was a great time. I feel like there's a lot of parallels. What's going on back in the late '80s and '90s and as to what's happening now? There's yep. this resurgence of like mm-hmm. diversified black voices from a myriad of places, and I and I'm actually excited about that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fucking super dope. Yeah. Uh, so Neil, where were you when the? Where did you get this album? Um, I got this album um many years later when I finally got to high school. Because okay. at the time when this dropped, I was in junior high, and I had no money. So, <laughs> so there was no way I was going to get it. I knew about this album because of Video Music Box. Video Music Box. And right. we just went crazy yes. when we saw the videos because it was just amazing. They were funky. Like, it was and, so innovative, especially for the time. I mean, yeah. All the graphics and the... Mm-hmm. the the jazz. Yeah. And it was just like, and it was music that you could play in your house. Totally. That your mother sure. wasn't like, what is that? Yep. Like, it's, it wasn't, ta- yep. and they were talking about sex and yep. drugs and yep. everything, but it was yep. like, how do you like not worry about that if it's set to Coltrane or whoever they were playing or sampling mm-hmm. at the time? It's like, so. Mm-hmm. It and yeah. it, it's funny. I feel like, uh, you know, we'll get into the album, but uh, my, my how my household's introduction to rap was Wu Tang, like was you know uh, Onyx was fucking just the hardest right. rap. Right. So that's and now as hindsight's twenty twenty as to why my mom hates rap music mm. is because the introduction was right. that 
You know what I'm saying? So like maybe if there was a little tribe sprinkled in yeah. when I first broke in, she might have been a little more receptive to it. For me, but, it was a little different. Yeah. yeah. Because I had two. I have two older sisters. And um, they used to listen to like Big Daddy Kane. Oh and yeah, yeah. Kid and play oh, yeah, and yeah. like lots of like party, party rap. It was party rap mm. back yeah. in the you days. You dance with your boo with that. Yeah, they would. Yeah. they would you dance. Know, People yeah. would have dance battles mm. at parties that, and stuff that, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's so. I mean, it's funny because my mom. I she probably still hates rap music, but my mom hates rap music, but loves most stuff. Loves him. Loves Deaf Poetry, right? Remember yes. Deaf Poetry, yes. the show? Big fan of Deaf Poetry. Big fan of most Deaf. Hates rap music. He's and a very likable dude. But, I, but he is I very likable. The, the one and only time I saw most Deaf was at the Blue Note of all places. Mm. He was playing there. He was phenomenal. Um, so. No, he, it's, I mean, she has all the right in the world to love him. Don't get me wrong. Right. It's just that um, I often tell her, like, you know, he, raps right <laughs> like he just wasn't on cosby mysteries Is yeah that, there, there's she introduced to him uh now it was deaf poetry because we used to have hbo oh. my mom watched deaf poetry it was you like had money growing up we didn't have cable. well hbo doesn't mean you have money it just means <laughs> that things there's other ways to get hbo than having money um <laughs> but nonetheless uh let's uh let's get into it uh we'll start off with our uh, first track excursions which has a nice little oh, uh, funky intro yeah. to it. Yeah. Back in the days, uh, Q-Tip opens up. Very and melodic. Yeah, yeah man. It's, and yeah. it really brings you in, mm -hmm. you know? I love the song. I like how he goes from shaking your ass to getting Afrocentric in the same sentence, right? So it's like mm -hmm. shake, shake your booty all the way to Africa or something like that. And you're like, wait a second. We went from, you know trying to hook, hook up with me and now we're gonna go you know we're getting conscious in like one sentence <laughs> that was his thing like you feel like you could totally like yeah he can do this whole tip stuff with me and <laughs> <laughs> like you know i yeah. love i mean i he, he had a great voice but five i mean it was like this weird marriage of these two yeah styles that mm -hmm. Rest in worked peace. out so yeah, yep. yeah 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 worked out so ma it was magic yeah, I, I mean, this was, you know, this was certainly uh, a group and an album that just fit together seamlessly. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. And uh, in the middle of it, you have a nice little Last Poets uh, sample. Yes. Time, time is running out. Time. <laughs> you get, you know, you, it kind of comes at you because I, you know, my first listen through, I was like, whoa, okay, uh, the revolution is here. No, yeah. it was, it was. And uh, then you have a nice little horn come in. It's it's dope. I mean, it's a dope. Oh, it's a dope intro. Dope intro track. Yep. Um, then uh, we have a uh, bugging out, yep. which has the classic microphone check one two. What is yes. this? Yes. Which, if you don't know that, then you should just stop listening. I can't help you. You know. Right, no, no, no. You definitely like special ed for hip hop. Like, <laughs> no offense to anyone who's. In, I'm just saying it's. You're in the basement. Yeah, I mean. You know. And one thing these guys like they didn't create it, but they kind of pioneered it. Like that back and forth. Mm, where yeah. They would feed off each other. Right, and right, right. It felt like the perfect group. Yeah, it's your call it and response. Really like did. Your, your black uh, call and response kind of thing. You know, for like, sure. Yeah, it's like you know. Let the church say amen, amen. Da, 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 you know, mm -hmm. so they, 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 you know what it is? They were the sort of these middle class kids who sort of 
didn't become too bougie. You know, no. I don't know if there was a way to say it was like, I mean, they, they didn't have HBO. They didn't have HBO. Yeah. <laughs> they might have had a box. Right, 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 or right. Or the dude who could get you the box for HBO. Yeah, we had the scramble box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I had a scramble box. But they weren't, you still could hang with them like, yo, don't fuck with these guys. These guys are cool. Yep. You know, like, leave them alone kind of guys. They weren't going to get their ass kicked. They were respected. Yep. So, I mean, I, that's what I appreciated about them. And I think that's why they were appeal. I know a lot of black kids who lived in the burbs who really, that was sort of the draw too, that they were accessible in that way. Mm-hmm. They weren't, you know, you weren't listening to Biggie, you know, talking about finger popping, but, you know, mm-hmm. they were talking about stuff you liked. Yep. Yeah. You relate to. Mm-hmm. And, and you felt like, yeah, I got some cred. And also, I think they're, you know, when it comes to, uh, I guess, like, their genre, their, I guess their niche in hip hop was, yeah, it was something that was accessible yeah. to uh, a different side, or I guess not the mainstream picture of what black uh, right. black people looked like. like. Trumponian vision of it. Of yeah, like yeah. Burning inner cities and yep. mm-hmm. welfare moms. Right. right. That that's yeah. not who these that's not who these kids the were. Man. Yeah. <laughs> these it's horrible. Yeah, I was like. Jesus These okay. blacks were bugging out, but yeah. they were bugging out in their own, I guess, the, the way that made them unique. Right. Bugging yeah. out, bugging out. Bugging yeah, out bugging it was very out. creative. The video that went it's along with this, it was half bugging out and half jazz we got, but it was just. I l- yeah. Wow. And that's another dope track, too, yeah. man. There's, I mean, there's a couple on uh, on this album that are like my, even I had, bef- because Neil, uh, Neil uh, uh, sold me the album, uh, and because uh, Neil's, uh, Neil's my record store. Uh, <laughs> now, I buy all my albums off him. Um, but, you know, I definitely had, you know, vibes and stuff and scenario before. Right. before uh, uh, Did you have it like a single? No, um, I, I mean, I had it on my uh, my iPod, my iPhone. Okay, okay. So, I made a copy of it on cassette tape. Did because you call for him? I had it, well, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, when no, I first no. heard it. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We're beyond that. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that yeah. Back. We, stepped, we stepped our game up a little bit. Yeah. But uh, then uh, in this track, uh, this track uh, we're going to talk about, I feel like it certainly has a lot of transferability for us as uh, comedians uh, mm-hmm. when we're talking about the rap promoter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because as I'm listening to it, I'm just like, oh, exactly. Y'all were getting, y'all, yeah. It's the world's oldest occupation. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you know, basically in the track, Q-Tip just talks a lot about how these promoters. Uh, he's like, look, if you just come straight up with me, I'll give you a great show. Right, right. That's all I want to do. Right. But also, you know, there's a business aspect of it that I got to protect. Right. Right. So it's like, you know, and I think that's, you know, in this track too, kind of speaks to what anybody who's an artist really is how, you know, there's this perception that we do this for free and that we, and we should because we love it. But when it comes time to the business that we'll accept not doing it for free. Right. That makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. You know, I I once saw this behind the music with, um, Q-tip, and I remember he was saying, you know, listen, I my album came out. I was still driving in my nineteen like Honda, yep. like I wasn't trying to floss because I didn't. I don't know where all these people got this money from, but right. this is how I was living. And right. so, right, I think that was that was humbling, and it was also realistic. But they also, you know, they, well, you'll get to that track too. But they also is more explicit to the show business. Cause yeah, hip hop yeah. didn't really have a footing yet like that. No, you know what I mean, if you really think about yeah. like. There's a couple. Well, there were a couple cats who were getting it. Yeah. But especially, I think this genre of music wasn't mm-hmm. blowing the fuck up. Right. 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 Oh. I don't think anyone knew what to do with it. 
Yeah, because, I mean, this certainly was counterintuitive to what they felt was going to sell. Right, Because, I mean, NWA was fucking quadruple platinum or whatever the fuck they were because they were... They were selling, I mean, controversy sold. The first time I heard that in a car, I was kind of like, uh, are you really playing this? Like, I can't. (laughs) What? You're a woman beater and not a, you you can't beat me and not eat me. Like, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, it was gross. There was so much, I mean, but it drew people in. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. I mean, better or worse, it was a, uh, you know, negativity sells. It's kind of. I don't know. I mean, PE was selling and they weren't, you know. Oh I'm, oh, I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's unfortunate that's the route that the, the, it went. Right. Right. Know? Because that was the assumption. Well, this, these guys are making all this money doing it, but. It, uh, uh, it, but, I mean, yeah, this was definitely a different side of the game that they brought. And I think as a result of that, I mean, of course, look, artists get ripped off regardless, but right. I feel like. Always. That's that's a huge part of the business. Yeah, it's a the big business. Huge part of it. It's a big pimp. All thing. business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All show business. But, but, if, you're, if you're either a pimp or a hoe, that's it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. No matter what you do. And the other, and one part of this, and the other part of this that we don't really, uh, that you'll see with, I think, which ties into this rap promoter track is that there's no HR in hip hop, no, no, there's no, no there's no HR in the show business. Yep. I can't be like this guy discriminated against me. Right. They're gonna be like, well, I don't give a fuck. It's just fuck like you. comedy. Yeah, they don't Who care. The fuck, are you gonna complain to? You got nobody. You don't. The ether. It's the fucking wild no. west. It no. is the wild west, man. <laughs> so you know, but rap promoter. Uh, oh, he talks about his rider. What he wants on it. He right. wants some chicken on there, which I would I would also get down with. Uh, <laughs> down with the chicken yeah if they threw it out i mean if they asked me what i'd want on my rider i'd go with some popeyes i know that feeds into all sorts of terrible stereotypes but you know what though it doesn't because we are not the ones keeping popeyes afloat like you know no. there are plenty of white people eating kfc and popeyes so mm. let's not let's I, not kid ourselves i live uh i live like a block away from a popeyes and it's on what i call diabetes drive because it's <laughs> like there's Popeyes, there's McDonald's, there's Burger King, there's Dunkin' Donuts, all within like 40 feet right, of each right. other, right? So it's diabetes drive. But uh, anyway, I walk by the Popeyes, and yeah, there's white people in that motherfucker. Of course. You know, it's the business. And so, but we get a lot of the shade for uh, uh, liking chicken, and I don't care because if I get a rider, if I'm ever at the point where I can get a rider, yeah, Popeyes will be on that motherfucker. Spicy Fat. or or original? Oh, spicy! Okay. Going, I can't. I'm not gonna play games. <laughs> I, look, I'm gonna give you a dope show, okay? And you better get me some spicy Popeyes, cause look, I deserve it. Uh, so then uh, after uh, rap promoter, we get into butter, yep. oh, I love which that is song. a it's just a gripping love tale. It yeah. is, it is, but it's it's really empowering. It's I loved it. You know yeah, what? Talk to, what's, I, this what's is why up? I loved it. I mean, it was Fife's total rejection of artificiality. Like, if you can't braid it, then fade it. Like, he is willing to accept a woman yeah. with a fade. How <laughs> beautiful is that? <laughs> yeah. If you can't achieve it, then you got to weave it. Yeah. Like, he, like, no. And that's mm-hmm. the stuff Lauren Hill was talking about. Mm-hmm. In her, in her, you know, in her, in her songs. But I, I just, I did love that because it was sort of counter to all that sort of ass shaking um sure sexual exploitive um stuff of that time and so i really i did love butter 
It's yeah. like butter, baby. And it's five solo track. Right yeah, here. Mm-hmm. It's all him. It's he, his ode to the black woman. Yeah. He, um, he. If I understand the track correctly, he was uh, quite a ladies' man. Yep. And then he met a young lady yep. who everyone called a hoe. Yep. He met which, his match. Yeah, and then but then Flow. he met his match. Yep. And uh, he got played out. So you gotta be careful if you're out there running them streets like that. Be nice. Be nice to the ladies. I be guess. nice to the ladies, so they're gonna break your heart. Is that what? <laughs> that 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 can be. No, but that was a, that was a great song though, and it did feel and in, feed into the sort of consciousness again of the time of what you didn't feel like you were had to put on these airs. I, I, I mean I enjoyed that. And you had your big dookie braids, and you were. Mm-hmm. With, which is uh, in uh, a place uh, a place I should come back. You know, maybe. It's coming back. Are you kidding me? Black women are definitely, I think, a lot of black women are jettisoning the weaves. Let and if they're going with extensions or going with sort of Afrocentric or type hairstyles, and I see a lot of women. Uh oh. I see a lot of women. Like my Mi- check, one, two, yeah. What happened? No, no. No, I see a lot of women with black women, especially now with uh, with naturals or. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. And uh, so basically. Keep it natural. Just keep back. it natural. It flat is coming tops back. And all, that, all that's coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't even know. Those flat no. those kids don't even know about yeah, the flat top. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because you'll see a couple ironic flat tops yeah. out there. Uh, I've seen a few. And I'm just like, do you know like when that was, even like when that was popping, I was maybe like eight. You know, <laughs> do you know when that was popping, your father was... You were being conceived with that. He was wearing the same hairstyle. Not you, but yeah, no, no, his no. Kids. <laughs> yeah, he he had a gnarly fro uh, back in back in his hay. Um, but that's neither here nor. Uh, so then we get into uh, verses from the abstract, the abstract poetic, uh, as we hear throughout throughout the uh, throughout the album. Uh, and apparently, I didn't know this. Uh, featured uh, Ron Carter on double bass, so. These are the things that we learn yes. as we look at as we look at our track listings. But uh you know, I uh not my favorite, be honest with you. No, no it's not. You know, it wasn't necessarily and you know, I'm a fair critic, I feel like, you know. Um how'd you feel where this come in for you? He just gave like tons of shout outs. It was cool. I mean, didn't hate it, didn't love it, but uh- Buster Rhymes got a shout out. Yeah, yeah, I love Buster. Buster Rhymes reminds me of that comic that hangs out at shows, hoping he can get like a spot, and then eventually does. People like, oh, okay, he's not bad. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I felt like he was in that. Like, who's this dude? I, you know, you, you give yeah. me some time. Could you give me some time? And because then that leaders of the new school. Yeah, was coming, coming out. out right. And then, and then God damn it, when yep. he when he got that stage shame on scenario, mm-hmm. uh, he murdered the crowd he did. He <laughs> and did. No, he left it. Left it in shambles, yep. which uh, we'll we'll get into yeah, yeah, yeah. because that is certainly uh, a, a classic. Absolutely, um, and I think is, and I I don't know if today, but I think back then was like the college white boy song when they heard scenario. Well, it's yeah. sc- I mean the word and scenario still, in and of itself, like what, I mean, you know, what's the scenario? What's the scenario? Wasn't what's the situation? What's what shit's popping off? It was like, what is the scenario? It's like mm. that's what you call a mega hit. Oh yeah, yeah, mega hit right there for sure. Yeah. Um, then, uh, well, then we have show business, uh, yeah. featuring Lord Randy, Jamar. Yeah. Lord Jamar, that was supposed to be even crazier than it was. It was originally intended. 
Oh yeah. It was, and the producers at that time were like, "Yo, this is too homophobic. You're gonna have to dial this." Because <laughs> okay. there was a line in there. He says something about getting juiced, or fruit juiced. Yeah, if you listen to it, and that was what sort is of, getting juiced? I don't even know what that. It's something about something about fruit juiced or something. It you have to hear it, but, um, but yes. Okay. Um, which I mean, to be fair, I mean, they certainly, I could see threads of homophobia <laughs> flowing through the veins of, uh, of Mr. Jamar, Lord Jamar. Lord Jamar. Yeah. I don't want to call him Mr. Yeah, it was a uh, brand Nubian without grand Pooba. Mm. Right. But right. They, and they added diamond D to this track. Diamond D was on the track. Really? Yeah. Oh. Diamond D, Lord Jamar. Sadat I know. X. I remember Lord Jamar, but I didn't. I didn't. Sadat X is in, is in this track. And yeah. Oh, yeah. People yeah. came by. It was like, I was like, what are you doing? You want to just drop a couple lines? Is that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back then, it's like, I think that like posse cuts and things like that were like, you know, it, w- it was more common back then. And you had like, you know, oh, obviously yeah. the native tongue yeah. just doing different tracks with each other and stuff like that mm-hmm. they were all over each other's places exactly yeah yeah, yeah. and yep. it was it was like it's like everyone was helping each other out right right because you're all just selling music and you're all just you know creating this huge scene right for hip-hop and and it was yeah like i'll jump on your track you yep. jump on yeah. mine yep. and we just keep keep the party moving yep. right right and you know and but in oh and in show business uh we get the record company rule 4080 they are shady. Yeah. <laughs> they, they talk about it. They and they and they get into it and it's like, do you want to get into the business? Yep. You know, and the they, business. Yeah, there it is. Um yep. but uh, uh Yeah, you know, someone else had a similar well again, I go over to reference Lauren Hill because she had a a line about one of her songs about how anyone's just getting into this game and how they're mm-hmm. still uh they're just giving it to anyone and not really respecting the craft of it. I think this is what the show I mean, the show business was about really mm-hmm. sort of not respecting the craft of it, and anyone—it's just about making a buck. It's like yep. let's let's see how we can. It's, and it's breaking that third wall. And also, and third even wall. talking a little bit about yeah. anybody who wants to get it, like Fourth the wall. the pitfalls that you're gonna see, right. like you know, you're gonna have people that are around you just because you are famous. Like right. you're gonna have some right. leeches and some real shitty people that are going to surround you and they may bleed you dry. Right. Indeed. And then when you're gone, when you're not hot, you'll see how many friends you got. Exactly. Like that X said, yeah. oh, he's a cutie. Yeah, real cute, but I wasn't that cute when I didn't have no loot. Mm. Wow. Yep. Facts. <laughs> hashtag facts. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag real talk. Facts. Hashtag truth to power. <laughs> hashtag blessed and highly favored. Blessed uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite one <laughs> well that and hashtag so brave um but neither here nor there uh so yeah that's show business um if you want to get into show business just know that it's probably going to suck you might make it you might not uh emphasis on not just because it's you're playing the you're playing a numbers game uh but then uh we get into one of my personal favorite tracks uh vibes and stuff uh-huh. The beat just pulls you in, mm. um, and you know this this track has more props than the Arsenio Hall show. Yes, y- you know that y- was a time capsule moment for me. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot that that was again the heyday of Blackdom in some ways. Oh, yeah. I remember. We had a black guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did. I don't. I don't mean to cut you off I, I, because you know Arsenio was the guy. Like that was the only person mm-hmm. that was putting black artists. 
hip hop artists on, yeah. on their show. For sure. We're watching him. So it was a big him. deal to perform on our He had six years, I think deal. six or seven seasons, which is yeah. kind of incredible, especially yeah. for that time. And he wasn't on a major network either. He no. was like on either like WOR. Like he was on. It was. It was. It was channel he syndi- nine? He was in syndication. It was Channel yeah. 9, I think. It was Channel 9. So he had such a draw <laughs> that. I mean, he also had Bill Clinton on it too, but he yeah. was like. He was the dude. He was our Colbert. Was it, would he be our Colbert? Um. Yeah, I think a little more edge, but little more, yeah, because yeah. he didn't take no shit. I mean, I remember that uh, uh, there was a uh, and I, somebody posted it, but there was like this episode where there was a heckler in the stands, uh-huh. and he went back and forth. He was not backing down from that motherfucker. Um, but um, oh, so uh, with vibes and stuff, um, the beat is just. I've heard it wrapped over so many different times, right. but I listen to it every time. I listen to this song every time I've accomplished something. Uh-huh. It's a very accomplished song. It's very your Rocky nice. theme, like up the stairs? Um, No, it's when I get up the stairs. Right, right. When not you get a, oh, on well, the top of the stairs, right, right. and, and I can relax, and I did it. Right, 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 right. It's not like the... No, that's not... like This is the, I chilled, I did some good work, right? and here I am, basking my glory. You know? I said that out loud <laughs> into a microphone so that That's people right. can hear Bask. it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end, when Five goes, yo, I'm out like Buster Douglas, I'm like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Buster Douglas. Yes. Because he got laid the fuck out. <laughs> See how clever they were? They were uh, very clever. Yep. And uh, they do, and this is also a track where they give a lot of shout outs, a lot of, uh, some yeah, rest in peace yeah, yeah. to Vinny and his moms. Yep. So just everybody, everybody's getting shown a lot of love because it's vibes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> See, I love doing this stuff, man. Rap, I'm a fan. Uh, so that's, uh, that's vibes and stuff. Uh, again, one of my personal favorites uh, on this album. Then we get into the infamous date rape. Yeah. Classic example. Yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't mean to do that, but it was. I don't know why it was. <laughs> Listen. What's a classic example of a date rape? Yeah. Mm. Should we tie that into Nat Turner? No, or no, it's too topical. <laughs> no, nah, fuck that. We it's can talk. We can talk. Yeah. It's oh. uh. It's on the. It's on the. I mean, that's pretty edgy to even have the track. Sure. Yep. I mean, look. When I saw, I mean, because when I was going through listening to the album and everything, I saw the track listing and I was like, "Whoa, ninety yeah. one." Yep. <laughs> yeah, they were ahead of their time. And date rape just became like a, a thing back then. Because well, some of existed. us were in college when this album came out. So Take Back the Night Marches were kind of a big mm-hmm. thing. And this idea of not having consensual sex with someone that you are familiar with mm-hmm. right. um, became its own category. And Q-Tip kind of tells you, like, look, if she's not into it, no, don't... You, 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 don't do it. This should Don't probably do it. be required listening for all freshman men. Mm. What do you think? Yeah. Um, all college freshmen, even high school kids, should understand what this means. There's this really, I mean, it's kind of a tie-in to that, uh, but there's this really funny um, YouTube clip about consent and tea. Oh, yeah, yeah, the English, how the English does it, right? It's like, do you, right. want to, you come over? Do you want to have some tea? And if if I like if I make tea, right? I work really hard on making the tea, and if you don't want the tea, I can't make you drink it. Right. Right. So like if you fall asleep while I'm making the tea, I can't make you, you drink can't the pour tea. It down my throat. And if, yeah. And if you had, let's say you had tea Friday night, 
right? Right. And then you don't want it Saturday night. Or even Saturday morning. Saturday morning. You roll over, you're like, ugh, I don't really like his tea anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is a, I shouldn't have drank that tea. Damn it. Yeah. And then that's it. But that's it. So the I, I don't know why it's such a hard concept for. I mean, I remember you would get teas like if you got that far, you had the tea, or no, he made the tea and you're like, eh, I may take a sip of it, but I'm not mm. drinking the whole cup. Mm. You were called the cock teas. Mm. Cock or like, tea. Cock tea. Mm-hmm. If you will. Right. Yeah. Or you would say, I'm going to get blue balls, and I was like, does that mean your balls are going to be sad? That you know. <laughs> is that is that how that <laughs> works? Yeah, but it was horrible. It was like, and then that was even worse than being a slut in some ways. Oh, she's just a cock tease. Well, yeah. thankfully, the infamous date rape gives a classic example classic and example. says this is what it is don't do it yep bad right <laughs> don't do that uh so then uh as we move on from that heady topic into uh check the rhyme i want to just do the intros to all the songs you right. can that's the great Absolutely. part about i don't know this. if there's copyright infringement though is it satirical is this considered satirical i love it yeah um, well, we use the intro of uh, a song from the album on oh, okay, okay. to open the podcast. Okay. So, you know, I don't. I mean, look, I love our show. Right? I don't. I'm loving your show too. Uh, but yeah, it's and, loving you back. And we love you All back because right, you got yeah. a lot of love here over in Jim Jam Studios. Um, but I don't know if they're gonna hunt. I don't think Jive Records is gonna hunt us down nope. necessarily. Yeah. If we open it, so if you wanted to sing "Check the Rhyme" or the beginning of it, no, no, I'm, that's it. But I like how it's very Shakespearean in its intro. Mm-hmm. Right? It is very much so. Back in the day on the yeah. Boulevard of Linden. Like, you, oh, yeah. you almost feel Back like you should the- have like this hat with a plume on it. <laughs> like rolling out this edict. And like, there, there you have yes. that back and forth. Um, yes. You know, that wordplay again. And I must say, this is like, this is my favorite Is track. this you? Is this that is, your favorite? This is, this is your- me. Because when I first started comedy, I would listen to this before I went on stage. It was like this, your, this set the tone for me. This was what mm. I had like on repeat to get hype for Really? A show. That's your hype it was song? This. this is my hype song. Wow. <laughs> so this is you running up the stairs. Uh, the Rocky stairs. Yeah, okay, okay. No, no. I don't know if that would be my... I do love this. The problem with this album, right? It's sort of like like In Living Color. It had everyone was great on the show, mm-hmm. but there were just a few. You didn't know how great everyone was because everyone was great. So there was like the Tommy Davidsons who kind of were like you forgot right. how great he was because you had Damon right. and he had Jim Carrey on it. Right. And, and this is the problem. With, yeah, and David Allen Greer, who right. was he also was kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. This is what the problem with this album is like. Oh, every song is almost as great as the other, and it's a good problem to have. No, it's not a bad problem. Not no, at all. This is a great problem yeah. to have exist in your on your album yeah um but that this was i guess i don't know would would this be you think the song on this album though check the rhyme yeah for me check for you i mean That's it, it might shit. be different for yeah i mean this look vibes mine. and stuff and uh and you know scenario are mine yeah yep. and this yeah. is the track where they dropped industry rule number four thousand. was this it i thought this it was, was show it. Business. It, was, it was this one See, Tayrell, we checked ourselves. Exactly, because <laughs> we didn't want that email. No, no I don't no, want. I don't want quality assurance. Wait, wait, he's, he's your uh, errors and omissions guy or something? 
Now th- we have a uh, there's a li- we have a listener who uh, every time we put out a podcast we'll fuck yep. something up we'll yep. misquote right, right. something yep. or just you know whatever and he'll fact check us and be like yeah yep. look you know this didn't come out to we love him because we he love him loyally listens to the show very loyal ah. to the show we and gotta that, have that guy on yeah uh, that'd be great gotta have, have him on you haven't man. had him on yet no but you know what we I mean here's the thing is that like if uh. Uh, I have to figure out how to get phone, like oh, patching okay. someone okay, out over the phone. Um, but what we could do is, Terrell, if you get us, tell us an album you want us to re- review, yep. and you know, we'll throw it in the mix, and then we'll uh, we'll test, we'll Skype we'll, re- in. we'll we'll research the album so we don't fuck it up. <laughs> not fuck up my facts. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> trying That's to how hear that. Any sounds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think so? I don't know. 713. Um, Where's that? Is that like Ohio? That's Houston. Or that's oh, Texas. so he's got a, yeah, he might have a little I think, call. I don't know. Tell us, you know, tell us where you're from, man. Or it could uh, be his, you know, he could be born on July 13th. Uh, we have we have so many speculations. We've got an episode <laughs> dedicated to no. Yeah. yeah, but uh, so this is where check uh four thousand and eighty record companies are shady. Yep. Um, and it's true they yes. are. I like that it's. I mean, there's that subtle irony of like you know they have to go through a record label to right. tell to talk about how shady they are. So. There's that. The rec- and that the irony is the record label doesn't care as long as it sells, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Look, so you can say you whatever go. the fuck you want yeah. about them. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like it kind of comes back to the NWA deal. Uh, but back then, you know, because people would buy the album, smash them. They would protest and right. run them over with steamrollers and shit. and her yep. legions of suburban moms. Or she's like, that's right. Uh, and then uh, it was in the movie, but I think it was Easy E said, you know, someone was just like, "Yo, we gonna let them destroy our shit?" And he said, "They already bought it. That's true. Mm-hmm. You do whatever the fuck you want with no, it. That is absolutely right. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, man. Stomp on it. You just bought the album. I appreciate it. But uh, as they say, everything is fair when you're living in the city, which everything is our next track. Is fair when you're living in the city. Uh, which um. I, what did you say that sample was? I, I wasn't sure. I don't know if it was, sounds David Burnish, but I could be wrong. Um, because I have the sample list here, and it's uh, we got Let's Take It to the People. That uh, sounds like it would be it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which has a nice little guitar lick at the end. Yeah. Of the, is that uh, Sly? Who is that? Uh, it's Funkadelic. So oh, okay. It's Parliament. Uh, P-Funk. Uh, yeah. Clinton? But yeah. what were you going to say? George Clinton. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which uh, nice little, uh, nice little. He has he has a lot of my favorite tracks. I like to uh, drink to, uh, but nonetheless, uh, everything is fair. We're living in the city. Uh, really explains what that track is. That things uh, there's no rules out here in these streets. Nope. And uh, if you gotta get over on a motherfucker, it's just gonna. Be everything like- is fair. But see, you could play that song in your house. Mm-hmm. And your mom's not gonna be like, "What are you talking?" No. It's not like, "Boop boop boop boop." Yeah. Nobody move. Nobody get like. Nobody's nope. like. There's no gunshots in it. You just get it. Yeah. And, and like, oh, that's a nice song. Can I? You wanna? I wanna dance to that. You know. And uh, and then I'm like, I like the guitar. I like the sample. Yeah. There, you know, because that reminds me of the Parliament. Right. Right. It, it's it was nice to see that uh, tribe could fit uh, filth and uh, they could fit their own brand of filth. Yeah. Under the guise, like Outcast does very much the same. They yeah. have tracks that 
are just littered with street shit. Right. But it so has eloquent. that funk soul yeah. vibe to it where you can dance to it and be like, oh, wait, did he just get murdered? <laughs> <laughs> he just died at the end of that. <laughs> okay, but it's, it's, got, it's got, I could roll up to this. Yeah, 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 that's great. Perfect. This sounds perfect. Um, and then uh, we have uh, Jazz. Who's got yep. the jazz? Who's got the jazz? Yeah. Did, yeah. Which. I'm, again, the beat so, and we say it's about every fucking album, but I mean it on every album because we only pick dope albums to mm. talk about. But uh, no, I mean the beat selection on here is so fucking dope, and um, and that we, also ushered in that kind of ushered in like Diggable Planets, mm, yeah, that whole sort of marriage of hip hop and jazz, yep. and uh, got black folks buying Miles Davis albums, mm -hmm. you know, a, a renaissance, like, right, right. Uh, Gangstar was also very instrumental in bringing in jazz as well yep. uh, to his fold, if you will. Um, but where are... Oh, so that's another dope track. Uh, and then... Yeah, I know you're laughing. It's hilarious. Yeah, well... Read it! <laughs> Skypager. <laughs> Everyone had one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I did too. I, did I um... That's, I never, uh, because we spent all our money. I love the guitar and that, that bass. Yep. Like, well, I don't know. These kids will never know. No, you, that's they why we have to know. teach them. What do you mean you'll never know? We know about Bach. That dude's been dead for like 400 years. Yeah. We, we have a responsibility <laughs> to teach these kids about this music. See, the thing is, is that we spent all our money on HBO, so I couldn't get a Sky Pager. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was my problem. That's why I never had one. Uh, no, but I did have a friend who had a sky pager mm -hmm. and, uh, he said in his message, I'm not a doctor or a drug dealer, yeah. so please leave me your number and I will call yeah. you. So, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause he wanted to make it very clear. Um, but yes, I mean, sky pagers were the fucking thing. I mean, you yeah. know, the, you beat me. You, you had to you, have one to, to look and Did you have important. one? I did. I had one in high school. So really? My parents could get, uh, in touch with me. Mm. And wow. all the other kids, they had them. So it's like the hot spot was the payphone in the lobby sure. of the building. Like it would be camped out and people were just feeding that thing with quarters. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is stupid. Like this is really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this was way before cell phones. Isn't it? So, I mean, just yeah. the, I mean, and the song, of course, an ode to the Sky Pager because yeah. you ain't shit unless you got a Sky Pager. Exactly. How funny is that now? It, <laughs> what would they be thinking about now, though? An I, iPhone 7 or something? Like, what would be the. I guess it'd be the yeah. iPhone 7, yeah. right? Everyone it, has smartphones. Yeah. It's, but it, I just, to, I guess, you know, kind of going a little, I guess, kind of on topic of it. But, like, just the idea that, like, back then, this was a cutting edge of technology. It was. Right. right. It was. Was for someone to call the number, yep. type in their number, yep. right. under which you were notified of the number. You didn't even know who it was. Nope. Right, right, right. You know, unless. No caller ID. I mean, you know, you certainly. Uh, if it's a number you recognize, like, yep. oh, shit, that's, you know, such and such. Yep. But it could just be, an, and then you called that number right. back, yep. right? But that's when they also had beeper codes and shit, yeah, right? Yeah, so and all that. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. right, right my yeah. beeper code was 036. Why? For my uh, uh, 36 chambers, Wu-Tang. Nice. Oh, wow. So, because um, it had to be three this digits. Is a, this is in the 607? Yes, this is a 607. Wow, so you were pretty hip up there, right? I was all right. Come I, on. I wasn't the cool. All right. Scale one to 10, 10 being the fonts, one being a square. I probably fell like 
six and a half maybe okay, okay. Seven. like i you know i wasn't the coolest dude but you know i certainly wasn't a fucking square um but you were smart too so that i was probably smart helped yep. definitely yeah. i was smart and funny so right, that bumped right, it up a lot right. so you're uh, probably more like a seven all right fuck it i'm gonna go with don't the don't stop with the low self-esteem <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just being rational about it uh but you're right it's probably a 10 uh so <laughs> As we move right along, uh, no, I, but yeah, that was the, my pager code was uh, 036, and whenever I paged you, that was the place where I was at. Uh, so then uh, we're uh, almost towards the end of yeah. our of our album. We've got what, and I literally mean what. Like what I, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But it's just fucking around. And then they they're asking the questions. What is it? like very philosophical? Very you felt like okay. It was like, what is a blank without a blank? Right. So, yeah, yeah. What is, uh, what was one of them? <sighs> Fuck, my brain is fried. Uh, Neil's got to know. What's that? Yeah, Neil's, Neil's got it. Um, but it's like. What is a war if it doesn't have a general? Right, mm-hmm. right. What's Channel 9 if it, if it doesn't, doesn't have, have Arsenio? Arsenio? I knew exactly. there was a song, yes. They had a song about Arsenio. <laughs> yeah. They had a shout out to Arsenio, exactly. Man. Channel 9. Uh, yes. And was, people, people now would be like, who the fuck is Arsenio? What is Channel you know, 9? What yeah. is Channel 9, right? Yeah. Yes, Arsenio. God. <laughs> exactly. Remember that? The, and that yes. finger and the dog pound, man. And the finger pointing at the crowd when he came down. He was and, yes. Dude, you, you know what? It. A lot of people slept on him. Part of it is because he was always with Eddie. And I think mm. the, his show kind of made him realize, like, oh, my God, you're your own. But after coming to America, you just, you forgot how funny Arsenio was yep. in that movie. He uh, he was. I don't think Pippin to the Jordan. Yep. I would yeah. Say. Well, yeah, really? Eddie's, Eddie's Jordan. Show back, so. Do you think so? I thought that he was in some ways because Pippin couldn't swim without Jordan. Let's let's face that. Mm. He didn't do. I mean, I know that's probably a sore point, but I wasn't in elementary school when they were playing, so I kind of remember. But think about it. Right, Jordan left, and it was you know Pippin and. Mm. He was still a player. Arsenio had a show pretty, and yeah, had his own life yeah, after. Yeah. I see the parallel. Yeah, you see what I mean? That's I why feel, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. I stand down. But what is a what is a podcast without logic, right? Sorry, I tried. It's anything. It can be whatever you want. Yeah. Uh so then uh so then we get to the piece de resistance oh of goodness. the album. Um, the critically acclaimed classic song that has been heard enough. I know. Uh, scenario. Here we go, yo. Here we go. Which made the remix. Yep. Um, scenario two. Mm-hmm. Which I also love. Yes. Um, and of course features uh, the scene stealer uh, one. Well, the leaders of the new school. Right. Yep. Buster. But B- Buster Rhymes yeah. Uh, yeah. verse on there goes above and beyond everyone else uh, he talked about it you know uh shortly after the death of five dog uh-huh. yeah he was he was just so humble about it he was like you know i remember when q-tip wanted me to say that line like he was like i want you to say rah rah like, like a dungeon dragon. dragon and then he was like it was such a big spot right to right be closing it out and he was like, you know, that just really set my career on fire. For and sure, I, man. Thank you for giving me 
that opportunity. Yeah. I mean, what was uh, <laughs> what is Busta Rhymes without the leader of the new school? Mm-hmm. Oh, successful. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, no, that's not fair. I really liked that group. That was a great. But it was yeah. just that he just outshined everyone, everyone yeah. Yeah. on that group, yeah. and then that group eventually fell apart because. You know, him and Charlie Brown were just, you know, they were battling for that lead spot. It's hard to yeah. have two alpha males in a group. <laughs> just another case of that old PT. It was great. It was great again. I'm sorry. Celeste is just jumping in. Oh, my God. The time machine. Exactly. See, these kids don't know. They don't know about that. It was amazing. And that's why we do swatches and boom boxes. So they will. Indeed. You're hitting like the 14-year-old set? Is that where you got this? your demo? Uh, of this, uh, well, this is like forty-year-olds. <laughs> I don't know, man. Now there's it's, some young, there's some young kids yeah. who, um, well, like you know, when I say young kids, I'm saying like mid twenties, right, right, right. Who are now, granted, they are into hip hop and they appreciate it, right? And like I can talk hip hop with them, but truth be told, like if you talk to average hip hop listener now, they have no idea who a Tribe Called Quest is or who Wu Tang so is. It's crazy because, but I mean. It, it sucks because it's almost like you're not uh, you're not knowing where this all comes from. Right. But well, I don't want to say like a hip. Well, like are we sound like the old like guys? There's history. Though? There's history yeah. to be learned. That's what it. What I mean, it was like you know when I heard some songs in, that hip hop used to sample. My mom was like, "That's so and so, so and so. That's you know that song is you know that's not a you know." I like here's an example when Puffy came out with that tribute song to. Uh, Biggie, Biggie, every uh, breath you take. Yeah. So I remember my brothers, who are, I have twin brothers that are 10 years younger than I am, and they heard the song. They're like, oh my God, this is incredible. And I was like, yeah, that's Sting. Yep. They're like, who? I was like, okay. Never mind. We can't have this conversation anymore. We're not. Mm-hmm. Well, was that one uh, Kanye had uh, someone from the Beatles? On a la- his la- like, there was some. Paul track. McCartney? Was it Paul McCartney? Yeah. But he had, like, Kanye had Paul McCartney on the track, and there was, you know, it was funny tweets of just people just like, it's really great that Kanye gave this guy a shot to be on, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> be on the track, and it's like, yeah. about that. So, but no, in answer to that, are we becoming the old guard, or like our age bracket becoming the old guard of uh, hip hop? Well, yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are, uh, you know, it's like, for example, I'm going to see Jizza next Monday, right? Mm-hmm. And it's this like grown and sexy like uh-huh. engagement, like they're sitting at tables, right, you're right, enjoying right. Enjoying him playing Liquid Swords yep. from beginning to end. Uh-huh. That is a grown and sexy <laughs> setup, right? right, right this right. ain't Wu Tang 1996 right. where like it was just a bunch of niggas yeah. with no ta- like you know, right. no right. tables and just us getting rowdy and shit. Sweatpants, yeah. sweatpants, yep. fifteen jackets on, right. ninety-five people on stage. Right. You know, more people on stage than they're in the audience. That sort of shit. That's not happening because it's an older crowd now. Yep. You know, so and I embrace it. I don't look. It's music you listen to is dope as shit. Like this is a dope album. It yeah. is. It really is. And it's only forty eight minutes and three seconds. This <laughs> whole thing. Yeah, this is forty yeah, hour. Yeah, less than an hour. There were no interludes or anything like that. Everything no. was straight to the point. Yeah. Which is which is kinda interesting that they didn't go the uh uh, interlude heavy route because we definitely covered some albums. Uh, shit, yeah. man, there were damn near twenty five tracks. Yeah. I'm just like, man, we only got about an hour some change because these motherfuckers filler. about to yep. tune the fuck out after about an hour. <laughs> but uh, that is uh, that's our album. Uh, 
uh, Low End Theory uh, by Tribe Called Quest. Mm -hmm. But the hits don't stop there because we still have our last segment of the show. Mm -hmm. Which is what? Which we surprised you. uh, We didn't tell you. It's called Top 5 of the Twist. Mm Mm-hmm. So basically, for Celeste and for our new listeners, mm-hmm. what we do is, you know, how we have the typical, who are your top five favorite rappers of all time? Okay. Yep. Well, we do that, but we put a little spin on it. All so, right. for example, we may say top five rap groups of all time, top five rap duos. Okay. Uh, top five rappers from the West Coast, East mm-hmm. Coast. So you get it. Okay. Um, and again, because I always forget. Uh, I don't know who the fuck's up. I went last time. So, so it's me. Oh, so it's on me. Okay. All right. Uh, man. Uh, and, you know, of course, I always come uh, off the seat of my... And now sometimes it's themed by the album. Other times it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm going to go... Uh, now this is this is the list, and now I want to say that this is in no particular order. Okay. But top five, and I'm gonna put quotes around it, right? Okay. Top five positive rap groups <laughs> or rap artists in that vein, and you know what I'm talking about. You weren't talking about drugs. You weren't. It was the positivity route. Who are your top five? Are there five? <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I opened it up to groups and artists. <laughs> all right. Hilarious. So, uh, all right. So uh, Lauren Hill would probably be in my top five. Okay. Her. Queen, the queen. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Okay. Definitely De La. De La mm-hmm. Soul. J- Jungle Brothers. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I, I, I guess, uh, well, do I, could I get, include Tribe or... Yeah, of course. Okay, I mean, so this that, your would, list. that would be you my five. That's that would your be five. my five. Yeah. Wow, you you, you said is yeah. there five, and then you just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll go. Okay. Top five, and it's so funny because like I just harbored uh, my like first probably five years of rap music was just aggressive, hard, negative shit, uh, but. My top five uh, positive, in quotes, uh, rappers or rap groups, um, Public Enemy. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that was actually the first this album. Is true. Yeah. First album I got was uh, 1991, uh, The Enemy Strikes Black. Okay. Uh, which featured Anthrax. Turn it up, bring the noise. Right. Featuring that was Anthrax. A, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's number one. Um, number two, uh, I'm going to go Common. Oh yeah, you know that's a uh, again, and I put it in quotes yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he wasn't on. So I mean, he was you know he's common. Yeah. Uh, so that's number two. Uh, number three, Arrested Development. Oh my God, I forgot wow. about them. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee, Ooh. Tennessee. And okay. I think that might count as a Lambert. Is that a, is that a, well? You didn't okay. Oh, you did you already you already put yours together? Yeah. Um, you still have time. I'm still. Gunning away at mine. Um, they also had the track off the Malcolm X soundtrack, Revolution. Oh, yes. Remember yes, that? Yes. That was some real. Yes. Woo! Uh, you were going to start, literally going to start yourself a revolution with that. Uh, so that's going to be number three for me. Um, number four. Hmm. I'm going to go. Ah, this is tough, man. Why did I throw this out there? <laughs> It's it's it hard. Be. It can be. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, mm, God, you know what? 
And this is funny. I'm going to go with No Malice, who was formerly Malice of the Clips. Wow. Yeah, I, you shake your head. Yeah, I, no, I have no idea. Yeah. But basically, if do you know the Clips, the rap group, uh, there's this duo. They're from... Uh, uh, from, from VA, Virginia, yeah. from okay, VA. Okay. All they did was talk about cocaine. Oh, yeah. uh, that was pretty much it. Grinding, right. all of it. Yeah, all it, was it was all about cocaine. selling cocaine. His name is Pusha T. His name is oh, Pusha okay. T. That name I know. I didn't. Yes, yes okay. Pusha okay, T okay, okay. was one half of the clips, yep. and um, I put him. Uh, no malice is now on there because he turned his life over to Jesus. Oh. And he's a born-again Christian, but he still raps. And I have his latest album, and it's fucking dope. Is it really? Yeah. Is he like Kirk Franklin rapping? No, no. It's still... He doesn't swear anymore. Um, But he just kind of talks about his own spirituality. And he talks about his life in rap and kind of like... um, uh, what was I going to say? Just, I guess, his life in rap music and his experiences that he's okay. had. So it's it's really some dope shit. Um, so I got I to gotta go with that. Number five, um, and this is like, I guess, positive, like, you know, fun to, not like, I don't want to say free to be you and me. That's fucking oh silly. Oh, my God. In that, I remember that. Yeah, I had that album. Uh, and now this is, I'm putting them in this category. Um, I don't know if it's going to be fair, but it's my list and it's my world. Uh, I'm going to go Gangstar because I feel like they had that wisps of positivity, even though they did talk some gangster shit. But I, I, commercial accessibility, I think, is what puts them in that category. Again, it's my list. It's my world. Mm-hmm. All right. So there, there you go, <laughs> listeners who may judge my list that I made up. <laughs> okay. You're a top five, Neil. All right. Now, my list. All right. So in no particular order. Yeah, that was in no particular order. No particular way. order. Uh, first, I have to go KRS-One. Ah! Oh, yeah. Uh, but was yeah. that the Lambert? Yeah, but, I mean, You know, it's hard, though. I, I, I'm hard, I have a hard time with KRS now because of his whole siding with African Mambata. So uh, I know, I know, I know. It's hard. It's like I mean, I get but it. But if we talk musical, con- if we're just okay, talking music? Okay, yeah. straight yes, music, definitely. not politics, definitely. he was always about. You, you know, must know. Let me, yeah, let me, let me educate. Right. We got to teach the right. young population. And, <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, he was he good dressed, at that. He would. I remember I saw him in a commercial once, and he was dressed like he was selling reverse mortgages, and I didn't know what the fuck he was talking really? about. Really? It was just some weird, crazy shit. But, but go at the same on. Time, I would also hear stories about how he would run to pay, run onto stages and punch people in the face, like. I believe it. I saw him lecture at my college. Some lecture. He came up to my college and lectured. He gave a great lecture. He was a great lecturer. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah. He's so he's a fucking he's a a magnetic person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magnetic personality. So there's that's my number one. Okay. Okay. Um, two would have to be De La Soul. Oh yeah. You know because they're of the soul. Yeah. 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 Fair. You know. Uh, number three, Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. You know. Um, number four. Would be the far side. I knew. Ah. I knew that was gonna be your fucking. Fourth, I re- I, yeah, I, I really it. love that group, and you know they talk more about being funny, silly, right, about right. anything else. 
Sometimes they talk about drugs and stuff like that. But girls, that yo, but drugs are great, man. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's never like, you know, let's get high and kill people. No, right. no. never right. anything like that. It's just getting high and being high is fun. Right. That's why people are like, why do people get hooked on drugs? Have you ever done them before? You They're know, the, that's the thing. People like great. would wa- like to do drugs. They just don't they don't want to get hooked on it. I mean, you can do heroin and not get hooked on it. That yep. people more people would do it. Yeah. But you know, That's the drawback, though. You start nodding on 125th and Lennox. It's and bad. And you it's have bad. to stab yourself in the arm. That's a fucking scary yes, prospect. Yeah. But and num- yeah. what's your? Oh, that- number five, uh, third base. Mm. Yeah. Really? Oh no! <laughs> you throw you throwing shade at us. <laughs> no, his I like them. I mean, I like them, but I. That's However. So, yeah, I don't know. That's funny. Well, it's uh, no. They were great. I, I'm not. You know, <laughs> I mean, we, we weren't talking about empty search earlier, right? I'm just, uh, I'm just throwing shade right now. Yeah. Are you throwing shade too? No, I'm trying. Well, I'm trying to get y'all to fight because you're like. We're not gonna have a beef over that. No. No. Good. You might have thrown a house of pain at that point. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I, uh, I went to the bar where they shot Jump Around. Oh, you did? It's the Old Town. It's in Union Square. Old Town, um, Old Town Bar. Oh. And in fact, in Old Town Bar, you know how they had, I don't know if you remember the video, that Jump Around video, but they had like a 40 that had like the House of Pain logo uh-huh. on right, it. Yeah, yeah. That 40 is in a case in Old Town. Oh, really? Like they gave them that, uh, gave them that as like a gift, I guess. Um, DJ Muggs did the beats for them, and he's a fucking amazing producer. But Absolutely. Third base, yeah, okay. So there you go. Uh, so that is, uh, that's our list. Um, uh, that, those are our lists. Those are, uh, are at the album, uh, low end theory. Uh, you know, Celeste, we want to thank you for oh, coming you for through and doing the show. Um, do you have anything you want to plug before we, uh, uh, plug our nonsense? No, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm plug one, plug two. No, I have no, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to tell my Jerobi story, but like, I know that you guys have a. Well, some other time. We got time. I want to know now. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. We got time. Fuck that. Look, I mean, uh, we run the show and we want to hear the fucking story. Well, so yeah, the, plug I, the story. I didn't really, I, I was like, uh, well, okay, quickly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So while you guys were in middle school and elementary school, mm-hmm. I was a college freshman and it was the winter break of my freshman year and I was sick as a dog for like, my mom was like, you're not going nowhere. Like she was that straight up West Indian. I was like, mom, I, all right. So I laid in bed for like three weeks and there was a radio station no longer around. Mm-hmm. 98.7 Kiss. Yep. Had an announcement. Jungle Brothers, Tribe Called Quest will be at the underground. Do you, are you from that of club? Of course. I remember. Okay. I was too young to go there. Yeah. But and I was like, did. fuck the sinus infection, ear infection and bronchitis. I'm going. I'm going. So I called up my friend who was now my brother-in-law, interesting enough. And I said, hey, you got to get me to the city. I got to see these guys. And he was like, all right, let's go. So we go down there. Now, now he drove? He uh, drove, yeah, because okay. we lived in Westchester, right? So yeah. so he, now, just a quick thing. I was taking an African studies course, and we had to do this whole thing about geography. So I had to memorize all the countries and all its capitals. This is very germane to the story. Mm-hmm. So we get to the underground. I'm, I'm psyched. I've been like, I start to drink like crazy. Mm-hmm. And my friend and I, like, I lose him, right? Mm. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, we're in this big club. Yep. And I stumble upon the back 
like green room stage area. Uh-huh. Okay. And I see this big dude at the door, and I was like, and I look at the back, and I see Tribe and Red Alert. And I'm like, I need to get back here. Oh. So wow. the only thing that comes to my mind is. <laughs> DJ Red Alert. Yes. Wow. The only thing that comes to my mind is, oh, my God, I lost my bodyguard. He was like, what? I'm like, my dad's a diplomat from Zaire, and I need to, like, just be somewhere safe until I could, like, find him. And he was like, all right, come back here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I'm Amazing. like, "Fuck!" All right, now I'm back here, and I'm sitting there, and I look at. So then I see Fife. I see Jerobi. He left the group, right? Yeah. And I'm like, "He's like, oh hi, what's your name?" And I was like, "Sarah." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, Sarah. What? Dude, okay. okay. Go on. So I mind you, I just gotten a perm too. I you never really perm my hair. But okay. at that point I was like, I want to do something different. So I had it permed and so we started talking about stuff and life and I was like, Yeah, you know, my I'm my father's a diplomat. I'm we live in Kinshasa. It was the only capital in the country that I could remember at that point. Mm-hmm. So he was like, Oh man, that's so cool. You're from the motherland and we're having this really engaging conversation he's introducing me to red alert and then sammy from the jungle brothers they just gotten off stage he comes in the back he's like oh sister because you know that song hey good morning africa so he's like oh you're from like zaire that's so cool and i'm totally vibing with these guys and i'm like yeah i still can't find my bodyguard so my friend albert all of a sudden pops up he's like where have you been i'm like oh my god there's my bodyguard and albert's like what I was like, my bodyguard, my dad's going to freak out. I couldn't find you. I'm like, why don't you just come back here and hang out for a while? So then he's like, all right, I'll stand here. Now, mind you, he was like 5'10 and 150. He was nobody's bodyguard. Like, yeah. He wasn't like, <laughs> he wasn't honey boot. Like, he could bodyguard nothing, right? Mm-hmm. But he looked like African enough, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he passed the African test. So then... I'm like, okay, this is really cool. Sammy from the Jungle Brothers takes one of his bangles and gives it to me. Wow. So I was like, oh, my God. This is the best. So the things are right. So Jerobi and I are hanging out. And at one point, he takes out a dollar bill. And he goes, what's your number? And I'm like, you know, I give him my real phone number. He gives me his phone number. And he breaks the, rips the bill in half. And we swap bills. Because that was before, we didn't like anybody on Facebook back then, right? right. Sure. That was sure. close to it. So I was like, he's like, you know, we're going in the studio tomorrow. If you want to, like, come by, I'll call you. And I was like, absolutely. Right? What? Yes. So then we go out. He, You know, he takes me out on, we go out in, like, the dance area, but, like, above. There was some, like, rafter area. And then Fife was out there. And he was five feet. Like, he, yep. like, because he and I were eye to eye. Okay. And he was just sort of, like, looking at the crowd, like, just, he had this, like, really kind of stern face. Like, he wasn't, like, happy to be there. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, you're, like. This is a, this a sea this of is amazing. people. Right. This is amazing. This is your life. Yeah. So we're hanging out, and my friend Al's like, "Yo, we we gotta go." I'm like, "Yeah, I have, I'm sorry, I have like a curfew. My dad's gonna be very upset." And I was even like, I didn't even like pull up an accent, but I was just sort of like, you know, like I was educated in the states, but yeah, I was gonna say you could conceivably, if you're like a diplomat's kid, very like have been educated. Well, I could be educated in England. I've traveled a lot, and yeah, here sure. I am in the states. So I'm home. Like, I probably came up, like, in the morning, and the phone rings. 
right? My mother answers the phone. Mm. Of course she does. She's like, there's nobody. I'm like, Sarah, I'm Sarah, I'm Sarah, I'm Sarah. Give me the phone. He's like, hey, can you come in? And I was like, well, I'm going to have to see if my bodyguard's available to like... To wow. do this. Like Celeste but I, on her feet, man. But the thing is oh, she's sharp as shit. My I think Albert was like, yo, man, I don't I'm like too hungover. I can't like drive you to this place. Uh, and I uh, never I never but he left the group shortly after, so I wonder if I had anything to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, My muse is not here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go be a I chef. I can't do this anymore. I'm gonna be a chef. Yeah, that was it. He was yeah, like, okay. he, went, he went. He went to be a chef, but that was that was my story. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. that's an amazing story. Yeah. That, was dope. that was dope. Yeah, that is well worth. That was well worth. Yes, it the, was. The, the I know. The time. I wonder what my life would have been if I had said, "Yeah, let's go to the studio." It could have been an infamous date rape, but I don't know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> example. I hope <laughs> oh not. God, that was. <laughs> I doubt it, though. I doubt it. Though. Yeah, I. I'm. I'm really glad that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're safe. <laughs> I don't know. You're safe. Good. You're you're still safe. Um, but thank you for. Oh, thank you uh, for having me. It was sure, so much fun. It was this so was much fun. super dope. Two of my favorite guys. Um, Neil, what uh, what do you got going on? Um, October twenty sixth, uh, eight p.m. I'm gonna be performing at Two Boots in ah, Brooklyn. You're on the twenty sixth. Yep. I'm on the 26th. Oh, yeah, very nice. It's true. So you can it's, come out. And, it's a double dose yep. of swatches and boomboxes. Indeed. Motherfuckers. Yep. And then What's on the 20th. Oh, eight or nine? It, it's at eight. Is I'm it at, Well, I'm going to be there at nine. Uh, oh, look so, at that. Well, I, got, I got shit to do before that. Okay. I'll, I'll be there. We'll pour up. Uh, so go ahead. And then on the 27th, I'm going to be... On a show called Sip This oh. in Valley Stream. And oh. that's actually the name of the cafe where I'll be performing. So it's Sip This. That. Yep. When does this go Valley up? Stream. This goes up tonight. Same oh, night. then I can tell you what I'm doing tomorrow on Saturday? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was like, I don't know when you got I thought it was some time delay. No. Um, man. At 8 p.m. Yeah. So tomorrow will be at QED at the Fun Size and Venti show. Mm. Oh, they moved that there? Yeah. Nice. And then oh. Saturday I'll be in Staten Island mm. on Joe Rombie's show. It's like pasta and something. Pasta Very and nice. chocolate. Yeah, I so might run into cool some members do. of the Wu-Tang Clan. I there. would hope so. Right. Mm-hmm. The world I live in, you do. Um. So yep. what do I got going on? Oh, uh, we all got, I got shows and shit. Um, so the 22nd, uh, I got two shows, two shows, two shows. I will be at the art bar at eight o'clock on the human citizen show, mm-hmm. uh, hosted by my man, Koshin Egal. And then at 10 o'clock, I will be uh, up in Dykeman, way the fuck oh. up town, uh, the dope show at 10 o'clock, my man, Sean O'Hagan. And then at 11 o'clock, I'll be in a Dominican bar, probably doing some cool shit. Nice. Uh, so yeah. catch me do that shit there. Uh, <laughs> then, and then on the 26th, uh, I will be on the show Knocking Boots at Two Boots. Yep. Uh, but I'll be there at 9 o'clock. But you should definitely go at 8 o'clock uh, yeah. because Neil will be there and then I'll be there. <laughs> but stay for the whole show because yep. it's going to be some funny people. Christian Polanco mm-hmm. hosts that show. He's a super cool dude yep. um, and very funny as well. So that's where you can find all of us. Um, also, of course, go download our show. We are on iTunes. Um, of course, that's how you're listening to us. We're also on uh, Stitcher. 
you can hit us up there uh find us there rate our show write into us uh email us watches and boom boxes at gmail.com you can find us at swatches and boom on twitter um and you know rate our show again man give us five stars try and give us six see if they'll let you do it who gives a fuck uh the world is your oyster uh once again celeste thank you so much for thank coming in to talk to us thank you so much. and of course just keep on swatching and boom boxing we out